I just want to read this verse that you're hearing over and over again, but it's just so impressed me and so touched me this week, and hopefully my words will relate to it. But this again is found in 1st Nephi, 13th chapter, 37th verse, and it begins with, And blessed are they who shall seek to bring forth my Zion at that day, for they shall have the gift and the power of the Holy Ghost. Amazing. Amazing and great words. Now, what I'd like to do here, relate to those words, is I'd like to tell you a few fish stories. A few fishing stories. Now, amazingly, unlike most fish stories, all of these are true, okay? And I'd like to begin by reading some verses found, and there's several accounts of this, but this is found in the Gospel according to St. Mark, the very first chapter, and I'd like to start in the middle of the 14th verse, just a few verses here. And it says this, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway, immediately, they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. And straightway, again, immediately, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with their hired servants and went after him. Now, that account is amazing for many reasons. And one of which is where I'd like to begin, because this so impresses me. Jesus Christ began to preach the gospel, and he went to these men who he found laboring in their natural labors. And he said to them, Repent ye, follow me. And how long did they take to think about it? How long did they take to pack up their bags? How long did they take to talk to their friends and their relatives and to make sure everything was in order? They didn't do any of those things. It says they immediately, immediately, they followed him. And brothers and sisters and friends, and those who have not made a covenant to serve the Lord tonight, let me ask you, is anything any different today? Is anything ever, any different tonight? When Jesus Christ comes into your life, what are you waiting for? Why hesitate? Why not give your life to him immediately? Do you need to first figure out what about your job prospects? These men didn't do that. In fact, it says they left their nets. They really walked away from their livelihood. They left their jobs behind them. Did they spend time to talk it over again with their family and make sure that everyone was okay with it? No. In fact, it says remarkably, they literally left their father in the boat and walked away. 
nothing, nothing was going to stand between them and serving God. And tonight, again, is anything different this evening? If you have not made a covenant to serve God, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? You don't need to worry about your schooling or your career or what your family's going to say. Or if you're asking, or in many cases you say, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. You know? I have to make sure that everything is in order in my life, everything is perfect before I get baptized. I have this bad habit or that bad habit. I need to give those things up before I get baptized. Well, let me tell you, if you wait until you're perfect, we're going to be waiting a long time. We are going to be waiting a very long time. God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, will take you as you are. Any change that needs to be made, He will make it. He doesn't need you to help Him out. He will take care of those things. If you're willing, if you're willing to hand your life over to Him. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you repent of your sins? If you have that much faith, that's all it takes. There are no other great requirements. And if you want to bring forth Zion, the first step is that you need to give your life to Jesus. You can't bring forth Zion if you have not made that commitment yourself and, and said, Lord, I love you. I know I'm a sinner, but I want to serve you and try the best of my ability. That's all it requires to have a broken heart and a contrite spirit and a, and a desire to work for the Lord. And what he can do with you is amazing. He can take any man or woman, any young person, any middle-aged or older person, and he can do amazing things with you. He can make you a miracle. He can use you in remarkable ways. And so, brothers and sisters, again, are those who are not, who are not brothers and sisters, my first point tonight is, why are you waiting? Leave your nets, drop them, drop them, and run to Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, you will never, ever regret that decision. It will be the best decision of your life. And for those of you who have made that decision, bringing forth Zion, Part of that responsibility, as I said, is first to make sure that you are right with God. To make sure that you have given your life to Jesus Christ. But once you've done that, you need to look to your right and to your left, and you need to look at the world around you. You need to tell others about Jesus Christ. You need to tell others about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because for, for Zion to come forth, we need to be messengers of this message. And let me tell you sort of a quick story involving myself and how not to be an example, for example, here. Uh, another fishing story. Uh, when I was, many years ago when I was newly married, Darlene and I lived in Indiana. And, uh, and I love, if you don't know something, I love to fish. I'm just not very good at it. It actually retired, requires some talent and skill, and I've always been pretty bad at it. But, but 20 years ago, I was even worse at it. And... Uh, my father-in-law gave me this beautiful fishing pole for Christmas. And I live in Indiana, and of course everything's cold and freezing. And I said, I'm, I'm going to wait till the spring to actually use this thing. And 
I was one morning I got up and I was watching the news and they announced tonight, today is the beginning of fishing season. They said, but be, before you go out, make sure you have a fishing license. And so I thought, okay, it's kind of warm now, it's fishing season, but I don't have a license. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, we happen to live, live in a river. And I thought, you know, I'm going to just go out and use my new pole and just, just I, I was so bad and poor at casting, I said, I'm just going to practice casting. That's all I'm going to do today, practice casting. So I got my new pole out and I, and I walked through the woods and I walked to this location, this point, uh, in like a bay area, and I hooked down this heavy weight and I just started practicing my casting. It's now how I can cast the line out. And after doing this for a couple minutes, I could see across the bay this police car. And I saw this police officer get out of the car, and it looked like he was like looking at me or signaling me, and so I just like wait, hi, you know, like across the bay. Now, I, I noticed he, that wasn't, that didn't make his day, he wasn't real happy, and he, he began like walk along this, along this long parking lot, and, uh, and he began walking through these woods, and he was about a quarter mile away, and I thought, oh, I guess, I'm not sure what he's doing, uh, but I kept casting, <laughs> I just kept casting away. And I, and I noticed he kept coming closer and closer, and, I, and, and it took him about 15 minutes to walk through these heavy woods, to this location where I was at. And you know, and I just didn't know what to do, so I thought I'll, just, I'll wait here until he gets here. I guess he wants to talk to me. And so he finally showed up. Here I was standing there. I had this my new fishing pole, and I cast it out. The line was way out there, a good distance. And sitting next to me was this tackle box full of various things. And this police officer walked up to me. And he said, I'd like to see your fishing license. And I said, uh, I don't have one, but I'm not fishing. <laughs> okay, make sure you follow this. I'm there, holding hand, light in the water, fishing tackle box next to me, and I said, I'm not fishing. And he just he shook, he shook his head and said, Bring in that line, son. And so I I reel in the line, and I I reel in the line. And as it comes up, I said, I was just practicing casting. As it came up, he sees, he sees this heavy lead weight at the end of my line. And I said, see, I'm not fishing, I'm just casting. And he just shook his head, grumbled, and then mumbled something under his breath, and walked the other way. Didn't say anything. Now, the, the point of that story is... Brothers and sisters, my question to you is, are you a fisher of men? Are you a fisher of women? Are you a fisher of your fellow, of your fellow mankind? Or like myself there, do you just look like a fisherman? <laughs> do you just look the part? Do you just go to church on Sunday and take up space? Do you just occasionally open up the scriptures? Or do you actively try to bring forth Zion? Do you actively care about the souls of your, of your neighbors, than those who you go to school with, those who you work with? Because if you are a fisher of men, 
And let me tell you, you don't just look the part. You don't just stand there with the right equipment. You have a hook on the line. You actually take chances. You actually take the chance of failing. But you stand, you stand up for the restoration. You stand up for what we believe in. And you tell those around you who you are and what you believe. Because only then will you catch those around you and bring them into this gospel and bring them to this church. Without those things, it's without doing those things, this building will be empty. The reason there are 500 or so people here is because many of you are fishermen, are individuals who care about the souls of others. But let me tell you, if, you only, if you've only caught one or two, you want more. We want more. The church needs more. For Zion to come forth, we need to be always, always casting out and trying to bring other people in. Let me tell you one more story. Go on. Another story here. Because, because part of catching people, and again, part of this verse, it, I think is related to this, in this story. Um, again, I'm sorry, I fish a lot, so I have a lot of fishing stories. Um, another, Darlene and I went fishing once. We actually went to northern Canada. And we went, the, we went on this fishing trip, and we were in this boat in the middle of this very large lake. And out of this lake, uh, we were actually with a fishing guide. I didn't, we didn't know exactly how to catch these fish. They're very deep. They're like 50 feet down in this very deep, cold lake. And so this guy was with us. He took us to the, the, to the hot spot, okay, where he guaranteed there'd be fish. And so he brought us to the spot, and he actually set up everything for us. And he gave us the, he gave us the poles, he gave us the lines, and, he, and, and Darlene and I stood next to each other, and he said, drop the lines down, just drop it. And these were heavy hooks. I actually used the hook this time. These were, and they, this heavy line and hook, and it went to the bottom, and he said, just reel it up. Just slowly reel up the line. So Darlene and I are standing there at this boat, and we both drop the line. A few seconds later, Darlene says, I've got one. She brings up this large fish. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. This is fun. This will be great. We drop them. I, I get nothing. Drop them again. Darlene says, oh, another fish. <laughs> brings it up. I'm all for two now. I got nothing. Get up, scout again. Three times, four times, five times. Darlene has five fish. I have zero. Okay? So, of course, what do I say? Let's change spots. <laughs> So, we trade places at this point. We trade places. Do it again. Guess what happens? Darlene catches her sixth fish. And her seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. I have nothing, absolutely nothing to show for my efforts. What do I say then? Let's switch poles. <laughs> this went on for an hour. Darlene caught, I believe, 17 fish. I caught nothing, not one, this Naguna, Nasuno, Niente, nothing, I, not, a, not a fish did I catch. Now, I sat there over and over thinking, you know, why, what am I doing wrong? And of course I was watching her style, trying to come. <laughs> but somehow, brothers and sisters and friends, the fish could tell the difference between when she did it and when I did it. 
and there was something about her style that was different than mine and far, far more attractive than my style. And when I, as I think about that, let me tell you this, tied again to our job, our responsibility in the church. As I told you a moment ago, we need to be out there telling people about this gospel. We need to tell our friends and our neighbors and all those we come in contact with. But the key to success is also promised in the verse I began with in 1 Nephi. Because to bring forth that day, if we are seeking to bring forth that day, if we are making the effort, what does it promise us? The gift and the power of the Holy Ghost. When Darlene was dropping that line down, there was something different about her, something more attractive about the way she did it that made it different than mine, and the fish were attracted to it. Let me tell you, that's how we need to be when we talk to our friends and our neighbors. That's how we need to be. They need to see in us a difference. They need to see in us the Spirit and the power of God, the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. They need to see that we are not just like any other church. We're not just like everyone else. And why we're different, it's not because we're so good at it ourselves. It's because we have been baptized and we've been given this beautiful, remarkable, amazing gift, the Holy Ghost. And that changes everything. That changes everything about us if we allow it to. What was once black becomes white. The way we thought before disappears if we, if we open ourselves up to that spirit. And what I want to encourage you to do is in the future, if you're afraid to talk to somebody, say to yourself, it's not going to be me who's doing it. It's going to be the Holy Ghost. I'm going to trust that God will give me the words. I trust that they will see the Holy Spirit in me and it's not going to be because I've memorized every scripture, every word. It's going to be because God's Spirit is talking to them. If they see that, they'll be touched, and they'll want to know more, and they'll want to come and visit my branch or my mission. That's what I ask of you tonight. If you seek to bring forth Zion, open yourself up to the Spirit, and God will touch you, God will use you, and God will bring visitors to this church. And when they come here, I hope they see the love that we have here and even more of the Spirit because it's been multiplied by every person in the room. It won't just be your piece of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. It'll be multiplied by 10, 20, 500, however many people there are. And what I love about the Scripture, when God, when Jesus told these men that he was going to make them fishers of men, he made them a promise. I said, there's three versions of this in the Scriptures. And in the version in Luke, in the version in Luke, he says this. He says, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. Fear not, for thou shalt catch men. So the promise to us is not only will be fishers, he will supply the hook, <laughs> the bait, and he promises us, if we trust and rely on him, you shall be successful. You shall bring men and women to this church. And you shall receive so many blessings because of it. And you shall help to bring forth thine. May God bless each and every one of you. You can connect with the GMBA on YouTube, all major podcast platforms, and Instagram. There are links in the description. Make sure to like and subscribe. 
leave a comment and share this with someone you know. Thank you.